Hello, I'm Hannah Jenna. And I'm Rachel Johnson, and welcome to Before and After, a body image podcast. We are here to discuss our ideas, perceptions, and beliefs about how we look and how we see others. We'll be looking at research and trends in the world of fitness and nutrition, as well as looking at our own biases related to body image and busting some persistent myths that abound in advertising and on social media. We hope to reach and captivate audiences of all ages and gender. So please help us out by subscribing and sharing. And if you like what you hear, we would very much appreciate you leaving us a review. Happy listening. Good afternoon. I've been dying to say that. Good afternoon. You've Good been afternoon. waiting to podcast in the afternoon so if you can say that. you didn't watch Spirited, then, you know, I would watch it because that's where that's from. I also love that it's almost May and so, you oh. found a Christmas reference. Yeah. <laughs> wait, when wait did I say that I accidentally people? watched a Christmas movie for the first time last year? I think it was like June or July. Oh. Well, so you're even earlier now, unless you're you're referring back to the past Christmas, which is also that's a reference to Christmas. It's freaking May. <laughs> tomorrow. Like tomorrow is yeah. May. Yeah, it's this year's flying by. We're nearly six months away from Christmas, which means six months to get excited about Christmas again. That's um, true. But that good afternoon thing, somebody actually said, because it's not actually often that somebody says good afternoon, right? You say good morning, good night, but like I don't frequently say good afternoon. And so somebody said it to me the other day, like in a store or something, and I burst out laughing because I just immediately went to the song from Spirited, and I was like, I, I almost said, good afternoon, and they kind of like... If you sing-song it back, people are going to think you're insane. Yeah, and I was like, wow, they, they, I just need to leave. <laughs> they were already looking at me like, why are you laughing? I said, good afternoon, that's quite polite. And I was like, I, I, I gotta go. I'm obsessed with Christmas movies. You should have just made it real extra awkward <laughs> and just started telling them all about Christmas movies. But if they had they been also fellow lover of a Christmas mm-hmm. movie, neither one of us would have got anything done because we would have just spent all afternoon just true Christmas moving, movieing. That's a verb. It is. Oh my goodness, <laughs> I love it. Anyway, uh, so topic for the day. Um, which it's not Christmas movies? It's not Christmas movies, but I would be delighted to do. I don't know how we could possibly relate Christmas movies to body image. Um, but I'm sure maybe That's... there's a Hallmark movie out there that you is know, all about discovering your... I am willing to bet look. there is a Hallmark movie out there where the love interest is like a, a, a coach or something at the gym. There's got to be. But I actually think it's crazy to think that we have not yet... At least, unless you have, I don't think I can think of a Christmas movie that is related to fitness or body image, in in the in the sense of that. Like, I'm sure you're right. They're always worried about the clothing they're going to wear or like that kind of body image, probably stuff in those movies. But maybe Brittany runs a marathon in a Christmas hat. There you go. Yeah. Instead of the your dad's bakery business is going under unless you win the big cupcake competition it's like I mean, a fairly... dad's gym and uh the the hot young manager of the gym that your dad hired there's a fairly sort of formulaic structure to how the the actors look i feel like you got to have a cheesy grin slightly outdated verging on 90s hairstyle they kind of like ding in your teeth you know, they've already had AI, like chat GPT, write rom-coms, yeah. Christmas rom-coms. They're so formulaic. Like the 
the AI ones, you can't tell the difference. Oh my gosh. <laughs> you know what we should do? We should make that happen and just film oh, our just, own one. There you go. We could film our own Jim Christmas movie. Yes. And then we could just be famous and we'll sell it to become Hallmark. millionaires and this live podcast could be after. sponsored by Hallmark Christmas movie channel. There you go. There's probably people listening like, good Lord, this is the last episode I ever listened yeah. to. Yeah, it is the afternoon and we, we have not, we're not been hopped drinking up on or caffeine anything. And we're not yeah. drunk, so there's we're confused. No, there's only water in front of us right now. It's amazing. It's, I did like the question of the day at the gym yesterday was like, what was your favorite, what is your favorite morning beverage? Oh, yeah. <laughs> and there was about, I don't know, eight of us in the class and everybody was like tea, water, Somebody got real crazy and said water with no ice. Yeah. Somebody yeah. said water with ice. And I was like, wow. And like you went before me, but you said my answer, which is like mimosa. Absolutely. Saturday morning like, question. Mimosa? I mean... Of course, mimosa. And everybody was like, oh. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, we're those yeah, people. You're allowed to drink things other than coffee and water, especially on a Saturday morning. I mean, I prefer on a weekend, like, to double fist with a Americano in one hand, mimosa in the other, and then I feel great. <laughs> anyway, mimosas and Christmas movies aside. All uh, the things we're not talking about today. All the things we're not talking about. So this would be hilarious if we were actually on YouTube as well, so you could see us. Um, and <laughs> on, I was thinking about where this idea came from, and... And my, my idea for the topic for this episode is the importance of appearance, like how you style yourself, how you present yourself to the outside world. We talk a lot about like body shape and physical sizes and shapes and, and what that means in terms of like, you know, all sorts of different things. But like how you actually present yourself to the world in terms of your style. And I thought about this because um, last week, sadly, one of our friends is is in hospice care. And Rachel and I went to go and, and visit for the first time. Um, not been there, been to the hospital, but that was the first time at the hospice. And I had got up super early that day, done coaching early in the morning, got home. We were going to leave around, you know, lunchtime. And I looked at myself in the mirror and I was like, wow. <laughs> you are a hot mess. Now, bear in mind, I have been to the hospital a couple of times to visit in typical like gym gear, hair everywhere, looking like a mess. Yeah. But for some reason, I felt like I wanted to just make a little bit of effort. I don't know why, because our friend would not have given two shits no. about how we turned <laughs> up. It was just about the fact that we were there. Um, but I wanted to just like feel like I tried for some reason yeah um so I decided to like do my hair clip in my old hair extensions like actually style my hair and while I still was wearing my standard gym clothes because that's what I live in I did not wear my shoes that I wore to the gym or my new fancy high tops my clothes were not covered in yesterday's chalk or anything <laughs> weird like that um and you know Compared to some people, it didn't look like I'd made any effort whatsoever. But for me, it was like... That was effort, yeah. It was like a conscious effort to present myself slightly differently. And I thought, this is fascinating. Like, yeah. why why am I doing this? Because ultimately, the person... The purpose of this visit, this person doesn't care. Right, this person is not in a state to 
where we interview you for a job or you know, you know do anything where maybe that would matter. As but. far as I'm aware, there's no dress code at a hospice. No, that requires that you to be in any way presentable to particular degrees. Um, but for some reason, something about that made me want to add a little extra effort. So I got to thinking about, you know, the importance of how we present ourselves to the world, like what we want other people to see when we're selecting an outfit or a look or, and, you know, the kind of opinions that we either subconsciously or consciously form when we look at other people, because, you know, maybe this is going to, we're going to put ourselves out in a vulnerable way. And it certainly doesn't mean that we're sort of judgy bitches who are like, oh my God, (laughs) your shirt and your shorts do not match. Uh Uh-uh, not at all. (laughs) But, you know, like way back when, when we first started this podcast, we did an episode on implicit bias. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I'm sure if all of us were like really honest, that we absolutely do form opinions of people based on what how they're presenting how they're presenting themselves yeah and now obviously for me i entirely work from home and any work that i do outside of home is at the gym so it's really there's really very few occasions i have these days where i'm wearing anything other than gym clothes matters um you have a slightly different situation yeah i mean i'm i also work from home through the whole pandemic, like a lot of folks, and then now I'm going back into the office a couple days a week. So I've still got like hybrid mode. Um, but because of my work in nonprofit world, um, I have had a, like a lot of like luncheons and like actual events are happening where I have to wear grown up clothes, I have to wear dresses and skirts, and I have to look professional. Um, But then, yeah, the other three days of the week, I'm basically in my gym clothes because I'm coaching in the morning or going to the gym in the afternoon and just working from home. Um, So it's definitely, yeah, I'm definitely dealing with that. I mean, the day we went to visit our friend at hospice, I was, there's like the added layer, which is I'm back on in the office, but my office is on a college campus. And Thursdays are also kind of, uh, since we came back from the pandemic, are like spirit days, like show your school spirit. So for the whole, the whole school. Or yeah. Just... Well, like for like staff and fact, like basically everyone I've is never all even staff. Heard of that. Oh yeah. Yeah. I mean, it used to be like a big thing. And, and we, after the pandemic as we were like, everyone was coming back to campus and we wanted to see the life of campus come back. Um, we held like a big kickoff, like the first like faculty and staff in service day where everyone came together and we all, we had these shirts that say like uh, Vaquero strong, which is our mascot stronger together. And there was red shirts and white shirts and everyone got free shirts. And then the idea was that on Thursdays, everyone would wear like an SBCC color or sweatshirt or something. So when we went to hospice, I'm pretty sure I was wearing a, like a, like a Vaqueros t-shirt, like tied in a knot in the front and leggings. I, I didn't, I, yeah, yeah, I remember it was tied in a knot. Yeah. So that, so that I was wearing a bright red t-shirt and black leggings, oh, yeah, which would be normal, um, for my like gym clothes days, clothes days, I guess. But that was actually what I was meant to be wearing to campus. <laughs> so people show up um, in just like, however they want to dress. I mean, most people, most people, I mean, it's a college campus, right? So, like, there is no dress code. It's not, like, a businessy environment. So I'd say most staff and faculty, I mean, are kind of all across the board. There are still some old school faculty, like, 
men who maybe wear like a sport coat to teach. Um, but it's pretty casual, informal. Um, so I'd say on spirit day, most people are wearing like some t-shirt, polo shirt or sweatshirt with the city college logo on it somehow. And like jeans. So maybe my black leggings, black leggings are always a weird mix, right? Like, are they more formal than jeans? Cause they're black. Um, are they less formal because they're tight? <laughs> like, I remember I like for the brief stint that I worked in an office, I had this like ongoing yeah, debate with myself. Cause like, well, we would never, it was never like dressy uppy. You could kind of wear whatever the your heck work you was wanted. Still, like over the phone mostly, right? Yeah. I never like met clients or anything like that. So most people in the office just wore like jeans and t-shirt or whatever. Yeah. And then on Fridays, like the guy I used to work directly for would show up in scrubs just because he was comfortable. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, That's wait, awesome. what? Like and, medical scrubs? Yeah, and people would wear sweatpants and stuff. Okay. And so I was like... So jeans and t-shirts Monday through Thursday and Friday was even more casual. Yeah. Like, like you could wear what, your pajamas. I mean, yeah, if you wanted oh. to. And okay. I would always have this debate, like, is leggings okay? And then I was like, well, why wouldn't I wear leggings? And for a little while I had this real, like, like roadblock around wearing hmm. leggings because I don't know whether... Sort of t- like super tight fitting stuff. It's, it's but they're like trim tailored black dress pants. Like how are those that different than I don't know. I wore black them leggings. I wore them one day, Friday and I was really nervous and it was really weird and no one batted an eyelid. So I was like idiot. Just I wear mean, them all the time. Yeah, dude who's not a doctor just wore scrubs. <laughs> so I think you can pretty much get away with. And like when I first saw the scrubs, I was like weird, but also cool. Scrubs have gotten way cooler as well. And, you know, obviously sort of thinking back to, and I also, in this whole thought process, was realizing that I am definitely turning into my mother (laughs) as I age, which is terrifying. Sorry, mom. If you're listening, I'm sorry. But it's happening. Um, It's happening. Whereas you start to realize, like, when you're like, oh, I'm just so glad I'm not growing up these days. It was much simpler oh, back goodness, in the day. Because yeah. there's just so many, like, so many different ways to present yourself to the world. But I was thinking about the fact that from the age of like four or five, whenever I started school, to 16, I had to wear a school uniform. I had one for the summer, a different one for the winter. And then my final two years of school, we were allowed to wear our own clothes, but with very strict guidelines because right. we had to still be ladylike. And I used to <laughs> complain endlessly about having a, a school uniform. Um, and my mom was like, y'all, one day you'll be grateful for this. Oh, yeah. And now I look back and I'm like, damn it, you're right. Because you didn't have to think. My Thursday outfit at on campus is basically a uniform. Like, right? I, I don't, I, I wake up on Thursday and I don't have to think about what I have to wear to work. And, I, and every now and again, like once a term <clears throat> or something at school, we would get like a plain clothes day. You could wear your own clothes. And I remember the stress, like the night before, when I would have everything out of my closet, trying to <laughs> figure out. out, like, what would be the, the outfit that would make the cool kids like me. And I remember, like, some kids would literally be traumatized by having to come. Some kids just came in their school uniform. Oh, and then, like, they just avoided you know, the choice altogether. Some kids, you know, the cool kids, the beautiful, slim, tall ones. <laughs> assholes <laughs> just kidding damn they, you they would always show up with like the coolest clothes oh, i remember yeah. this one girl who i really admired who was like a year or two ahead of me but like she was my idol you know she was like mm-hmm. a model and pretty and super popular and had a wealthy family and the boys from the boys school liked her and it was just like 
maybe she her life was absolute trash right. Who knows? But like from what from the image that she projected i was like damn you are the epitome of success and she showed up in this shiny black puffy jacket Ooh. which was so rad <laughs> and so cool and i was just like oh my god and whatever outfit i had picked for the day was just no longer cutting it even if it was was cool to me i was now like an absolute disaster and i just wanted to go into hiding because i was nowhere near as cool as her and now i look back on it i'm like damn that uniform really was a blessing yeah even though i didn't appreciate it at the time did you send that girl a picture of yourself in your mount whitney um shiny big puffy jacket no but just as warm. i was saying that i was thinking about how like, <laughs> you too all these I years later one. you have one I now have one. and not only was it super cool and shiny and black but i got to wear it up a mountain exactly even way cooler. cooler so yeah but... i was like thinking about that like would i would i want to like show any of the people i went to high school with that weren't my friends or the people i wanted to be around because they were popular like would I want them to see me now? Like, should I send them photos? Like, even that, like, going back to the reunion, right? That's what everyone always thinks about is, like, I've never been to a high school reunion. I've never been to one either. The stress of figuring out what to wear to that, I think, would be, would bring back all of those feelings from high school, right? Because you're, like, That's after an interesting question. What 30 you... years, like, so if I need was... to try to impress these people. If there was Whew. no dress code for a high school reunion, right? like, you could wear whatever what you want, wear? what would you wear? I mean, I think I know what I, I would know. wear. I would be just like totally me. I'd probably have like some kind of like, I'd either wear like my UGG platform trainers or my new like high tops. I'd wear ripped jeans. Yeah. You'd go like cool I'd wear probably style. like a cool street style. big shirt. Like, yeah, street yeah. style, urban street style, sort of probably like messy, wavy hair. I'd do Damn. my face. Yeah, I feel like um, just because I would want to feel like younger than everybody. Else. Yeah, well, I think that's also it too, right? It's like because I did. I looked at I looked at pictures from my my twenty five year high school reunion or something. I did not go, but they made a pretty big deal out of it. Um, and so I saw pictures on Facebook, and it was one of those stereotypical things where like a lot of the women looked the same. Mm-hmm. Like, yes, they had aged, but it was so clear, like, who they all were. Like, you know, the pictures I saw, there were some popular girls. I totally recognized them all. And they just sort of looked, yeah, like, just older, but they hadn't changed that much. The guys in the popular crowd that were sort of the, the pairing of these photos at this football game that I saw, all of them had gained a lot of weight. Oh. Like, the, the these were, like, the football stars. These were the guys that I was, like crushing on hardcore right um and and you know granted i went to high school in texas so like football super important so this was like the picture of like the former cheerleaders and the picture of the former football players um and i not naming any names so i can be a little bit snarky right now and say like not a single person in either of those photos would i be concerned about impressing (laughs) like like i was like looking at that i was like oh that's probably a good reminder that like high school high school is not the most should not be probably the most important part of your life and it certainly was not for me and so I looked back at that and was like I don't I would not need to worry about impressing these people like I felt it made me feel good and confident as an adult looking back at my not confident 
younger self. Because <laughs> I feel like... But I wear a kick-ass dress, probably one with oh. one shoulder. Oh. I love asymmetrical shoulder dresses. They make me feel, like, like long powerful. Like or short or... Probably, like, I don't know, like a... I don't know, maybe a, maybe a long one. What color? I always... I have this, like, multicolor, bright, like, kind of flowery dress that is one-shouldered, that it's practically falling apart now. But I love it so much, I can't get rid of it. And it looks amazing with if I wear, like, bright red lipstick. Like, Ooh. if I actually just do kind of a neutral face makeup with, like, a little bit of, like, smoky eye and, like, bright red lipstick. And I just feel, like, badass and pretty and powerful, and it's it's a great outfit. So I'd wear something like that. So this is really fascinating. Like, that outfit, long dress... He's not, red lip. Absolutely not what I <laughs> makes you feel badass and powerful. If you put that same outfit on me, I would feel like super uncomfortable and awkward and just like, uh, I don't know what to do with myself. I feel vulnerable and silly. Isn't that fascinating? One absolutely. item of clothing. One item of clothing could change yeah. your personality. Right. Although I will say you do have I feel like the outfit that you have, that my outfit makes me think of, is that amazing long jumpsuit. Oh, that has yeah. some like cool floral on it, but it like has like a little bit of an open back. Like you look fierce in that. Oh, thank you. <laughs> and I feel confident in that yeah. because it's pants. Well, exactly. Yeah, it's it's like flowy like jumpsuit style. Yeah, which is it like it is super fascinating. Like I was so when I was a kid. I was very much like a tomboy. Like I remember probably one of my earliest memories is my mom putting me in this, I think it had small (laughs) flowers. It had like a white collar. It was like down to just below the knee, kind of elasticated around the top of the chest, sort of a dress. And she loved it. She loved that freaking dress. (laughs) And I remember my friend was having a birthday party and I'd just been over there playing and she'd forgotten my party outfit my friend's party outfit was which was maybe a little much for what we were maybe four or five it was a a small leather mini skirt and matching jacket and some kind of t-shirt a leather mini skirt and a leather jacket yes is is your friend's four-year-old party like a barbie doll but you know that was that was how she dressed wow and i thought like Although that was, you know, a fairly girly outfit, I thought it was cool because it was like edgy, right? Yeah, yeah that's it edgy was, it for was, a four or five year old for sure. <laughs> it was not standard wear. I've, I don't think I've ever had a leather mini skirt. Maybe you should life. try. You maybe, might, you maybe might feel should, super powerful. I might. Okay. Um, <laughs> and so my mom went home, got me my party outfit, and I had asked her to get me some kind of trousers, pants. Um, and t-shirt situation, because that's what made me feel cool. I mean, okay. trousers short, and a t-shirt. Short okay. of having a leather mini skirt, which I did not, I figured that like trousers, t-shirt sort of thing, yeah. that's what I wanted to wear. So my mom goes home and she comes back and she's very excited to put me in the goddamn flowery dress. Damn. And right. I, I think I probably cried and I put up such a fight. And eventually, of course, she won. Flowery dress went on and... <laughs> Like, my soul just died. Like, I wanted to hide. I felt stupid. Like, I just felt myself completely cave in because I was like, this is so not me. I hate everything about this moment. Isn't that, I mean, I think Ah. it's so cool that, like, that we even have a sense of style like that, right? Because now I'm very conscious. Like, 
however I decide to dress, I'm, I'm aware of my brain making those choices, right? I I'm, can have some self-awareness. And as a kid, I don't remember, I don't have memories of that self-awareness process, but I absolutely had them because like, I don't, I don't have anywhere I remember fighting like with my mom against wearing something, but I definitely have clear memories of like wanting to shop at sh- certain stores and, and wanting to look like certain people, right? Like, and so I don't know if that was as, it sounds like you knew like, this isn't me, yeah. right? Like you had, maybe I was just like outwardly focused, like I wanted to look like other people. Like, I don't remember making choices based on, like, is this my style? Like, from a very young age, like, I don't think I ever, I I don't recall ever going clothes shopping and specifically wanting to buy boys' clothes to dress, like, as a boy. Right. But I wanted to wear less feminine yeah clothes so traditionally feminine clothes i don't know yeah. i'm probably getting all of this lingo wrong i don't i mean i don't days, even know but i definitely me. was never like oh i want to be a quote-unquote girly girl i want to wear dresses yes. and like you know i want to play i mean like the makeup thing i mean when you're a kid you don't wear makeup but like you know playing around with i would have yeah. mascara on for like I, I used to dance and do ballet and tap and modern and stuff and if we were doing a show or like an you exam we'd have mascara and stage like, makeup stuff yeah stage makeup stuff so i was fascinated by that like i was always intrigued by makeup hmm. i was definitely not like ever intrigued i by makeup. hated girly girl clothes i always wanted to dress in like shorts or for some reason, when I'm referring to my childhood, I have to say the word trousers because pants means underwear to <laughs> pants me is underwear British. To you. Yes, so I'm going to say trousers. You know, guys know what that means. Mm-hmm. Um, just I liked being able to move. I think that was the thing. Like I hated ever feeling like I couldn't. Yeah. And this I remember saying this as like a young teenager or something like, why the hell would I wear that? I cannot jump over a fence in it. Oh. To which I think my mom was like, why on earth would you need to jump over a fence? I'm what like, great, you never know. <laughs> what a great benchmark for deciding what to wear. Like, can I jump over a fence in this? For some reason. But I feel like that is a very useful question. <laughs> for some reason, like, yeah. it was always important to me that I could move, that I was comfortable. Yeah. And that in the event of a random fence getting in my way, I could jump it. I love that. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, because I, I mean, the leather miniskirt would have had to be my exception. That, because well, because but it's cool. You're right. That was edgy and that was special occasion. Like, <laughs> there, there are definitely some pictures of me wearing like skirts and dresses when I was old enough to like make those choices. But I think I was the same. Like, I would pretty much jeans and t-shirt was my uniform through most of my, you know, age ten to age eighteen kind of life. Um, I was definitely. I mean, my mom would say yes that I was a tomboy growing up I don't I don't really think I I don't even know if people use that phrase anymore but basically I was I was into sports right I played softball I played t-ball I played soccer I went to like like summer camp so I was it was just like yeah like I don't think I ever wore dresses or skirts except to church sometimes like I think I had to dress up a little bit for church but I don't even remember that um as I was definitely not yeah, like I did jump over a lot of fences. I think sports like. <laughs> was not on my thing, but I think a lot of that was like the schools that I grew up in were just mm, not yeah. really sport oriented. Yeah. I was into like adventures. Really, I feel like I I imagine young Hannah playing like field hockey, lacrosse. I mean, I did play I did play field hockey, which was just called hockey. 
Yeah. Because other hockey is called ice hockey. Right. Exactly. <laughs> but yes. I did I did play hockey. I was never good at it because I wasn't confident. Got it. Okay. Um, so I liked adventuring. I liked drawing maps and oh. convincing my friends that there was treasure or that we could dig to Australia or oh, things so that's like that. why you needed to jump over fences. I liked, of course. There you go. I there liked was, being dirty, like from a young, like as yep, a small I child, in the dirt a I lot. had to dig for worms. Everybody who came to visit our yes. house had to come and dig for worms. My sister was horrified by this. She um, was, she was always <laughs> that she came out straight feminine <laughs> AF, like pretty yeah. delicate, like strong person but like you know much more like yeah what you might yeah. say is feminine and this like is super interesting now and we're not gonna like take a deep dive into this right here right now but like growing up back then i was just kind of like a tomboy like you said yeah. i don't know if people use that word anymore i don't know if you put me now i wonder what like society's opinion of me or how i would see myself given that yeah i was as close to dressing as a guy as i could get while still shopping from the the girls department because my mom would never have bought me boys clothes i mean when i look back on it now i feel like if i if i had a daughter that was just like i was growing up like i i like i feel like i just would have said like she's she's an athlete like instead of tomboy right because like i think my clothing choices that made people label me a tomboy which was a way of saying oh, that's a girl who kind of dresses like a boy. Um, but to me, it like, it was because I was, like, into sports and the kinds of things I did just that made sense. So I wonder if, like, is being a tomboy being athletic? Because that's what it kind of feels like to me in my past. I don't know. I just think it's, like, yeah. not being super, I mean. But I guess you, playing in the dirt is also part of it, and that's not necessarily athletic. I, mean, I think, you know. <laughs> Being a girl, how you present yourself to the world, there's this traditional old-fashioned view of like, oh, you're going to be yeah. floaty dresses like little and feminine girls wear dresses. and delicate. Yeah. It's like, yeah. no, no. Yeah. Little girls can dress in, you know, for all intents and purposes, boys' clothes and still be little girls. Exactly, yeah. Just right? as I mean, little like, boys yeah. can dress in pink and still be little boys. Absolutely, and, yeah. And that's fine. And I think, you know, it would be really knowing myself I think if I took and this is where I start to sound old like my mom if I took myself out of 1980s and put myself now I would probably be really confused about what I should be back then I said oh you're just a tomboy yeah there was like a label for it and now and you're now right I mean, now we like, have we've now, gotten rid of labels and also added a whole bunch more new labels I think yeah right? it's, like, so it's yeah it's, it's a confusing world but anyway that being said like I never <laughs> this all started with a floored one-sided dress like <laughs> I never (laughs) felt, I think as I got into my later teens, I dabbled in the occasional skirt because it was like, I remember when, when I got to like the 17, 18 years old at school where I was allowed to wear my own clothes and, but still we had to, we weren't allowed to wear jeans. Ah. Um, you had to wear trousers with no holes in them or skirts or dresses um, so that's why you'd wear ripped jeans back to your reunion because you'd be like, ha, shit out of them. trousers with holes in them. <laughs> um, but like it became like a look for you to wear like the long sort of pencil skirt things. They were almost oh, like yeah. sort of knitted material, stretchy, all the, all the mm. way down to your ankle. And that was a trend. 
And yeah, so I, I do remember that. Trend. I bought one they of were those like tube skirts. Yeah, yeah, that's what I meant, like yeah. long yeah. tubey skirts. And I, I got one of those just to kind of be cool because that was going to be cool. And I, I'd wear it, but I always just felt so awkward. I felt like I was wearing like one of those mermaid tails. <laughs> <laughs> you had to shuffle around. Like I literally, and it, and it happens to this day. It happens if you put me in dresses, and it ha- certainly happens if you put high heels on my feet. You... But I like freeze. I don't know what to do with my body, and I become super duper awkward maybe we should put you in a tube skirt to work on like toes to bar muscle ups and stuff maybe that's what will keep your give me a mermaid tail give me a mermaid tail can you imagine if you got me a mermaid tail and it just i got the most beautiful muscle muscle ups with a mermaid done okay i think we're gonna have to try this (laughs) god help me if i fall off harness fashion to what your actual goals are (laughs) your like performance goals (laughs) Who knew we were going in this direction? We still, <laughs> never mind all those bar muscle up programs. Just buy yeah. yourself a mermaid I think tail. It's just about what you're wearing on your legs. <laughs> but yeah, like at no point in the history of me having to wear traditionally what would be considered more feminine clothing has that ever mm. made me feel like powerful. Even yeah. times when yeah. like the rare occasions I put on a dress. And people have been like, oh, wow. Yeah. And some of that is just pure shock because they're like, what the hell? Right. Uh, even though it's obviously nice, even if people are faking it, it's nice sometimes <laughs> to hear like, oh, wow, you look amazing. I still am just like, Gah. <laughs> yeah. what if a fence comes up? <laughs> but if you give me, you remember that thing I wore to, I think I gave it to you to try on. Um, but you said it was too much cleavage on display, that black jumpsuit thing yeah that's got like the kind of v-neck thing so that feels good yeah it is a dress for all intents and purposes except for the fact that it's like a pant thing yes the flowiness it's got wide legs legs so if i stand with my legs together it could look like a long dress yeah if it was a dress i'd feel silly the fact that it's not I'm happy to wear it. I mean, I will say, I don't know what it is about the last few years and the fact that these, like, jumpsuits have become, like, stylish again. I mean, they're very annoying to pee in. They absolutely are. But, like, I love them. I feel like if I think back to, like, events, like, in the last couple years, professional events that I've been to, um, one of them that comes immediately to mind, I had borrowed a jumpsuit from a friend and it was, like, kind of like, yeah, like a, I guess, more professional one. It was, you know, black... Um, but it was sleeveless and kind of like wide leg, but straight leg. So not flowy. So almost like a, like suit pants, like suit trousers. Um, and I just felt awesome. Like I felt like a powerful, like, like stylish businesswoman. but it was like an, you know, an after work event. And I just remember, I was like, I need to find a jumpsuit like this. And I'd say now at this point I have. I have at least two of my own black jumpsuits that I wear like to professional events. So I either put a sweater over them or a blazer over them or depending like wear them sleeveless. And like, I kind of agree. Like I feel more badass in a jumpsuit than I do in a dress. Even your one sided. Well, I mean, I love that dress, but like it's, it'd be for a totally different kind of event. Right. But like if I need to like for like a nonprofit event where like, it's not a gala. It's not like a like a party. It's more like a an award, let's say like an a, award presentation or something like that. Like that's where I'd go for a jumpsuit to feel like a badass. So do you think that the 
because you know back way back when when the men men held all the powerful jobs and the women stayed at home and cooked dinner um women wore dresses men wore suits yeah. and that's how it was that's how it was it was so do easy do you think <laughs> that the jumpsuit makes you feel that way because you've you're wearing the pants now and there's that association pants equals power I, or is it just because it fits nice and you don't have to worry about it floating up or anything like so that? So I'm going to say both um, because I think I think there probably is something to that, right? Like women in today's world, you know, depending on how old you are, you probably you may not remember a time where, you know, it was that level of sort of patriarchal, like the men went to work and all the women stayed home. Like certainly by the time I was born, my, my mom was working. I, mm-hmm. I did not grow up in that world. Um, but... But yeah, I mean, I think there's probably some of that, which is like, yeah, I'm not being told what to wear. And so if I wear something that in previous generations was like what men would wear to work, that, you know, that could be like kind of like what you, the implicit bias. Like maybe that's just like an unconscious inner kind of thing. But then on a totally different level that is super practical. Yeah, like I am a weightlifter and I have... A, a decent amount of, you know, body fat percentage, I do not have a thigh gap and thighs rubbing together is annoying and uncomfortable. So yeah, like pants all the way, <laughs> like just from that practical standpoint of like, you know, when it's hot and sweaty and like, you know, even when I wear dresses, I wear those little, um, like little shorties, like underneath. Oh, okay. Right. Like, so there's something very practical about that too, um, in choosing pants over dresses, but, uh, yeah, I go. don't know. Yeah. So, and be honest here. Oh. On a given day. She is shaking her finger at me, I'm y'all. She's like pointing. I have to be honest. On a given day. given day, how much do you care about your appearance? Let's say one, don't give a shit. Like would literally mm-hmm. roll out of bed, pull on whatever clothes you found on the floor and leave. And 10 is like... You could be spending hours in front of the mirror, like makeup, full hair, blow dried, styled, perfectly coordinated outfit, perfectly pressed, if the occasion requires it, all the rest of it. Where are you at? Okay. Um, I think the level that my brain cares, like what people think, like how I present and what people think, it's like very much like seven plus Mm-hmm. I even if I care at the level of 10, I will never be that person that presses everything and does my hair every day and does my full makeup. So like I will never hit that level of 10. But I do think sometimes internally I care almost that much because I want to like, I don't know. I mean, I whenever I'm out in the world, except when I'm just going grocery shopping or something, I probably don't care there. But when I go to campus, even if it's on like the day where I wear the college t-shirt kind of thing I do care what people think I look like so if I like get to school and I like forget to put in earrings or I forgot to even like brush my hair like sometimes I do forget little things like that because my hair is up most of the time um yeah so I'd say like a solid seven so your effort that goes into your appearance is more based around what other people perceive of you rather than how you feel about you I mean I guess it's evenly balanced right because like if I put on that awesome jumpsuit and go to like the award luncheon like 
if other people don't think that looks good, like they're wrong. It does look good, <laughs> right? So like, so that level is like, it is about my confidence. Um, and so that is the priority. But also, like, I'm not going to wear a an ill-fitted, you know, jumpsuit or I'm not going to wear like a the scarf that totally doesn't match the color of my purse or other accessories. Right. Like, like I, I won't I do care about not making the some, I don't know, fashion mistakes that will make other people maybe be like, ooh, the jumpsuit's cool, but like. God, those shoes are gross. Or like, you know, I care about that too, I guess. But and that's also because I work in a um I work in a sector that has a lot of events and a lot of people that really do care about appearances, right? Like fundraiser events are a lot of often a lot of wealthy people who can afford to have someone else do their hair and all that kind of stuff and like probably afford better clothes and things like that, who are at events with other people like them, but then also down to like the hourly staff that work at these nonprofits. So like everyone's kind of in the public eye, even though they have vastly different uh, access to like looking a certain way or looking the part, you know? And does it change? So obviously, you know, if you have a work day where you're on campus or an event, there's a higher level of concern about what other people see of you. Yeah. If you have a day where the only place you're going to is say the grocery store and, and the gym. Mm-hmm. Does that change? Or are you still like, I really don't want to, let's say, it's like, and does it change still if you're going to the gym to just go work out versus I'm going to the gym to stand in front of the class and coach? Oh, oh. <laughs> these are like all these layers of questions. I love this. Um, so I think when just going out to the grocery store and stuff, and this is something that has definitely changed in the last like, two to three years like as I have gotten more confident with my body and also with like what my body does at the gym I love the idea that people look at me and they're like whoa she's strong like I want people to look at me and just be able to tell that I work hard at the gym Mm-hmm. Right. And I think like we've talked about this, right. The way people like perceive like your shoulders, which are magnificent, right? Like people, some people are like, whoa, that's a lot. But other, like everyone who looks at your shoulders is like, whoa, she puts in work, right? Like that is undeniable, even if people want to judge it in different ways. And so I kind of like that. So like, yeah, like when I go to the grocery store or just out to run errands, like I will probably opt into an outfit that like makes me look sporty, like I'm going to the gym or something. At the gym, I go back to being more practical, I guess. Like, I'm pretty basic. I wear, like, black tank tops all the, almost all the time, and I'll choose those tank tops based on, like, what's happening at the gym. Like, if I have to do handstand push-ups, it's going to be a tighter-fitting one that doesn't fall up when I'm upside down. <laughs> um, but when I'm coaching, I'll wear, like, my, like, icy gray, almost white leggings that make my legs look really good. But I don't work out on them much because they get so dirty. So there's like a whole different perception there, right? Of like looking looking good, cool in front of a class <laughs> versus what's going to get super dirty when I actually start working out or, yeah. Ah. Yeah. 
I mean, I don't know. Do you? Do I'm gonna. You, I feel like I overthink this. I'm like, you need to you need to answer these questions. I mean, like, do I feel I, like you should you, have done something different with today's fit? Oh Rachel. my goodness, right? Like, jeez, yeah, I know, I know. Now I want to be a fly on the wall next time you're just going to the grocery store to be like, oh my gosh, does this one make me look strong? Or does this this one right? make me look strong? Oh yeah, I know. Yeah, it's silly. It is. Our styles are far more like deeply woven they into are. us than you realize. I mean, you're asking questions and I'm like, oh my God, I, I sound like a like a crazy person the amount that I think about this apparently. I mean, so I it's like, it's, it's interesting <laughs> living here. So like, I'll answer my own questions real quick. Um, I don't really have that many events to go to, but the, the nearest event that I can think of that I had to dress up for was my TED Talk. Yeah. And I did go out and buy an outfit for that. Absolutely. And I loved the shit out of it and got a lot of comments. Um... My nice kind of pleather wide leg. Yeah, those are super cool pants. Platform yeah. trainers and throwing the mustard yellow top. Boom. Yeah. Felt yeah. awesome. Yeah. Did give a shit. I wanted people, because it was at, held at a school, like I wanted to be, to kind of have the respect of the young people. Yeah. Like, Right. She looks cool. And you went with street style, like in yeah. a way, right? The platform trainers. That's like what that. made yeah. me feel. That's what made and me I know, feel And I, it was fascinating because I went to a cocktail party the mm-hmm. night before where all the speakers were there to see, you know, and it was interesting to see how they were all dressed and, you know, also interesting to then see their talks um, the next day and be like, what are you going to wear to be, to feel great? And there was a one, one other uh, lady who gave a speech. She's a female football player, you American football player. And... She went on stage. She had a football purse. She was carrying that the night before, which was cool. She went on stage with like a knee length tight dress and a blazer and she held her purse. And I'm like, oh. you're clearly badass sports person and you feel really confident, comfortable being on stage in a small tight dress. Yeah. It's like if you had put me in a small tight dress, <laughs> I would have fumbled the whole thing because I would have felt yeah. you so been thinking about your clothes. awkward and yeah. silly and like what I was wearing didn't reflect yeah. who I was, who I am, what I've done and all those things, which is kind of crazy that so much is tied to an yeah. outfit. Although your TED Talk outfit, I will say, could also very easily translate into you like joining me at one of those like nonprofit events or something, right? Because it's like it was still like elevated and stylish. And I like, love the word elevated. Yeah. I'm going to incorporate that more. Elevated more street e- style. Elevated street style. That's my look. Like That's that what I want. I want elevated gym wear that I can go from the gym to these nonprofits. In terms events. of like, <laughs> if I'm just, if I'm going to the gym for just working out, then there is a practical element to it. Yeah. Um, like, I do not like to practice bar muscle up stuff with a crop shirt because it catches yeah, your stomach gets in the skin way. all the time. Yeah. Um, but like... I still, I cannot leave. I have literally gone to the front door, mm-hmm. re, re, rechecked the fit and been like, nah, this doesn't match and changed. <laughs> yeah. And you, um, you've been matching your socks to things lately. Oh yeah. You've got, you've got gym style. I can tell you care. Yeah. I mean, I mean, like that's also my chance to quote yeah. unquote dress up. That, like, yeah. And especially when I'm standing in front of the class in the morning, you know, one of my favorite looks of recent is like my new UGG like. 80s kind of tracksuit. Oh, yeah. They're like matching, matching top, top and bottom. bottom. <laughs> yep. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't wear that to work out in, but it's kind of fun to wear it. So it's kind of like my playtime. If I'm just going to the grocery store, there has been a couple of occasions where I look just yeah ratchet. But <laughs> like, yeah, I it's still, still 
there's like and I and I will do my makeup every single day apart from sometimes Tuesdays um not like tons of makeup but I always have like a little concealer under my eyes little face powder mascara every single day wow yeah without fail and that's my like nod to like the cool part about being a female is being able to play with all of this stuff and without any kind of judgment or anything from anybody it's like and like everything else that I do for me I do it for me right I don't give a shit if anybody thinks my eyelashes look crappy or great like I don't care like I literally just do it because I like to do it um but Santa Barbara is a fascinating place as much as it is like there's a lot of wealth here a lot of like design aware and stylists and Mm -hmm. all sorts of things I have never lived anywhere else in my entire life or really visited anywhere else and I've been all over the world where people will routinely go out in pajamas to the store who will go with like go to the store with completely wild unwashed hair wearing pajamas yeah and the other fascinating thing that I noticed when I first moved here and I think part of this is just a general shift in trends but like I grew up in a time and a place where as a female you shaved your armpits and you shaved your legs and god forbid you ever went out the house with any kind of stubble anywhere yeah. Like at school, there was one girl who was French parents. And at the time, I don't know whether things have changed. French people didn't shave oh, armpits yeah. and legs. Yeah. But in England, you most certainly did. And she did not. Yep. And so every time we were, it was summer and there was like tank tops or whatever or sports. Yeah. People were just like, oh my God. And to this day, I cannot leave the house Unless I've taken care of business. That's interesting. Yeah, because I mean that I I I'm definitely not I'm I'm basically just lazy with it most of the time. Um and I went through a long time where I sort of lasered things off as well. So I have far less probably like underarm, especially hair and stuff like that. But um working on a college campus, like that is definitely different. Yeah. Like it is so common now, like like just that is not a thing. Like people don't, don't shave. They don't. And I'm like, all right, like that is, a, that's a generational thing that I'm like willing to accept. And it's so, but it is interesting. Cause I'm like, and I don't know oh, yeah, whether like, I wouldn't wear shorts to the gym, but like, yeah, it's really cool. I don't know whether that's like specific to this area, specific to the U S whether it's like now a global thing that it's just it's no longer point. necessary to, it's been a long time since I've spent legs, time your arms. elsewhere, especially with the pandemic, that it feels local. But um, but the whole yeah. pajama, getting back to like the, the style. Yeah. When the shit did pajamas become outdoor wear? Well, even when I was in college 23 years ago, wearing pajama, like flannel pajama bottoms to like camp. Uh, to class on campus was like a thing was it yeah like I, that's like that's an american through, thing yeah and ex- that exactly. is very yeah. much and an it was thing. it was like flannel printed and now i see that sometimes on the college campus i'm like wow but then there's also like i mean i see students on campus where basically you know young women are wearing sweatpants or pajama bottoms with like a bra and that's it and I'm like, wow, like I work out in the gym. Like I, it would never occur to me to go to the store wearing just my sports bra, much less like 
going to a class where like I'm going to sit down and learn from someone in a position, yeah. you know, like of, of authority to instruct me as I'm like earning a degree. Right. Like, I mean, so, I mean, I, I do not pretend to understand the, the, the styles and those trends on some level. I want to be like, wow, y'all like have way more confidence than I certainly ever did <laughs> like at that age. So uh-huh. maybe that's a good thing. Um, but then I also, I struggle with, again, this makes me sound old, but I struggle with sort of the more uh, traditional notions of like professionalism and like the way you present yourself. Like I would never have wanted to present myself to a professor like in in university as the person who's wearing pajama bottoms and a sports bra like it is weird like it I feels see too it, intimate or i see it a lot right? in like trader joe's there's a lot of college kids up yeah. here at trader joe's mm-hmm. where like they're walking around wearing like underwear yeah or pajamas yeah. and underwear and then like on the one hand it's true i'm like wow you have a lot of confidence yeah. in how you look and you don't care and that's great mm-hmm. and then on the other i'm like that seems like exhibitionism as its finest. Like, I right. don't need it, yeah. to see yeah. all of your flesh right now <laughs> while I'm trying to buy my freaking right. broccoli. And, you it's know, like, and I'm, I, I don't know if this was in the UK, too, but, like, definitely around the maybe, like, late high school into my college years was the time where, like, when you went out, like, people would wear, like... Um, like their going out dresses were basically like nightgowns, little negligees or something, mm-hmm. right? Like so, like you showed a lot of flesh when you were like going out dancing, but like to the grocery store is it's a different thing. I don't know. I saw it fairly recently. It was it was an adult woman and mm-hmm. her husband. I think it was always in a restaurant, um, you know, not like a fancy restaurant, but still, you know, decent restaurant. And wait, I don't know if you were there. Were you there? Brunch. It was, was we it were brunch? at breakfast at our favorite place down by the courthouse. I feel like I'm like, I don't want to name names restaurants, but yes, there was, yes, you might be thinking of something it. else, but that was they it. came we in, it breakfast. looked like she'd been like maybe going for a run or something, but it was it wasn't just warm. Like, it wasn't hot yeah, outside. Yeah, yeah. And she, she was just wearing a, like, a, like a black sports bra almost. And, and it was she just was, like a lot of, a lot of flesh on display at breakfast. And she also had an like, yeah. you know, you should be free to wear whatever, whatever, but yeah. you know, she was large chested. Yeah. So you could literally see every guy in the place just kind of like, yeah. oh God, I don't know where to look. She had some cool tattoos that we all got to see. <laughs> it, it was just, it was like a strange environment because it wasn't yeah. necessary. Yeah, no, it was, it was, a, it was like a Sunday brunch. Like it was a, yeah. But I mean, I don't know. Does, are we, are we old? Like are we all those old cranky people that are like back in my day, kids wouldn't wear that. Like, I don't know. We should have like a young guest on to, to educate <laughs> us around like body issues in younger people in, and but it was just she she stood out to me because she wasn't young that's true she seemed around our age or maybe a little bit younger but yeah yeah but yeah yeah and and like seemed to be just like like it was like a normal thing like she was with like going to breakfast with her husband because he was he was not dressed in like a sporty way or like i yeah it's weird that was a weird moment i remember that yeah but i do (laughs) i definitely do think like call me an old, old fart or not there's a time and a place for like stripping down and maybe just throw on a shirt right i i would certainly be more comfortable in a shirt eating at a restaurant yes <laughs> unless it was a weird naked restaurant then i probably wouldn't be there those the probably exist too i don't know kids these days in their restaurants 
But all this to being said, to to being said, and I know we have to wrap this up because Rachel's a very important person today and has oh yes, meetings. A very important um, person that <laughs> on Zoom, so I don't have to dress up. So. Even if <laughs> you know, like I don't like to think that I cared that much, but I care for me because I want to look in the yeah. mirror and be like, I feel good. Yeah. If somebody else doesn't like my style, well, whatever. Um, I, of course I do care what other people think because I know, and I'll hold my hand up that I'm very capable of side-eyeing people going like, Ooh, they should probably buy themselves a mirror. Um, and that usually happens when people are either wearing disastrous clashing outfits, the mm. colors just don't work. And I'm like, good yeah. dear Lord, I, I will help you. Or when somebody is just wearing far too little clothing right? and, or something that just doesn't flatter them, you know, just yeah. like my favorite phrase, just because you can, doesn't mean you should. Yeah. And, you know, we all have different shapes and they can all be celebrated and made to look wonderful in different clothes. But it's about finding the right look for you where you emphasize like everything that makes you feel wonderful. And, you know, there are certain styles that like if if you wore something that I liked, you'd be like short, boxy crop tops. Right, we'd look weird. Yeah, it would not fit. (laughs) It would not work. Works for me, it looks terrible on you. Pencil skirts look amazing on you and look terrible on me. (laughs) Um, I would also add to that list the um, people who are, like, misunderstanding the environment when they make choices. Yes. Because this is the thing about Santa Barbara, too. I mean, I know you mentioned, like, you know, this is a casual casual thing. But, like, when I go to, like, the opera or the symphony or out to a concert, I know there's, like, you know, highbrow, lowbrow. I'm probably being a little bit snobby. But on some level, you go to, like, a beautiful theater. Like, we have, like, the Granada downtown. Like, I want to dress up when I go see something there. It's fun to dress up. up. And when I look over and the person next to me is wearing board shorts and flip-flops on, like, a Saturday night, 8 p.m. performance of, like, a symphony orchestra, that's weird to me. Yeah. Like, I I side-eye that. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So no, if you're the person, yeah, believe me, I will. I will be judgy in that sense, and yeah, yeah, understanding your environment, <laughs> understanding the environment, it's always important. But yeah, I mean, I think it's safe to say that regardless of how much thought you may have put into this or not, we there there are many many layers to the choices that you make every day about how you present yeah. yourself to the world. And I think while it's important to be aware of your environment and dress appropriately and make yourself feel awesome while doing that that for me personally it's always important that I do stuff that makes doing it for me like not dressing or trying to look a certain way to please or try and gain the respect of anything like that of anybody else yeah and there's still a very very small part of me that would kill for that leather mini skirt that, jacket outfit as a four-year-old i'm still a little scandalized by that i have a hair crimper so i could like crimp my hair oh, up man, and feel have, 80s yeah. again that is always nice but dressing up is fun high heels are not fun and dresses make me feel silly and that yeah. was my wrap-up comment and jumpsuits make me feel powerful so yep so the next That's time <laughs> for those of you who know us and get to spend time with us if we're coaching at the gym We'll be looking out for your side eye yep. while you're thinking that that was the wrong shoe to go with those <laughs> leggings. <laughs> and don't worry. Yes, I have some bright yellow neon shorts coming, but they will not be worn in public until I have a tan. You're welcome. <laughs> and with that, we will wrap this up. Thank you so much for listening. And we will be back in a couple of weeks.